What up, GWB Nation? Welcome to another episode of the Great White Buffalo Podcast. This is your host, Ben Mayfield. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a first-of-its-kind episode. I have Jake Riggs, I have uh, Ethan Chance, and the three of us go into a brand new type of episode where you, the fans, we put on our Instagram a question on our story where you can say, hey, what type of topics or discussions do you want us to talk about? And we had fan interaction. We had fan service. We let y'all ask us what we talked about. And so we give a lot of shout outs and we answer your questions. We have discussions. We talk about, you know, Star Wars. We talk about college. We talk about adult life. We talk about, um, before we get into that, we talk a little bit about uh, Ethan's mission trip that he's going on to Jamaica. We talk about uh, Jake's uh, uh, family vacation to Ireland. We talk about just all these different things we're up to. But then we really focus on y'all. And we talk about all the things that you want us to discuss. And we're going to do this again. It was so much fun. We had over 35 people uh, submit within, because I only gave like a 30-minute time window to submit a question. We had 35 people do it. And so we get a bunch of them, not all of them, but we give y'all shout-outs and we, we discuss it. And we just love it. So we'll do it again and we'll let y'all know what we're going to do that so y'all can get some fan interaction. But before we get to today's episode... We just want to remind everybody, we have Great White Buffalo merchandise. The merchandise is not something that we're trying to get rich quick off of. It's something that we're trying to fundraise to get some new product here in the studio. We have uh, t-shirts. We have comfort colors. We have red and green. We have hats. We have four different colors of hats, which you can probably find on our Instagram, hats and shirts, what it kind of look like. We, um, we always have our guests wear them in our photos. And then we also have stickers. Stickers are... Awesome. You can put them on your water bottle, put them on your laptop, put them on your cajon, whatever you want to put them on. We have stickers, and it just helps us out. We also have a Patreon. Patreon's the link is on our Instagram page. We have revamped it. We have a $1, $5, and $10 tier. So if it's just a $1 tier, $1 a month. You can do $1 a month. Super easy. Just commit to $1. If you're like, Ben, $1 beneath me, I can commit $5. Five dollars, you get exclusive stuff. Only you get if you're on the one dollar tier. You only get it if you're on the five dollar tier. And so, if you're on the five dollar tier, you get exclusive. And then the ten dollar tier is the mecca. We have over four people, five people who are on the ten dollar tier, and you get exclusive content, exclusive episodes, things like that. You only get on the Patreon, and it's just another way for us to to have some fan interaction. So we love you. We thank you for all that you do. Thank you for joining our herd. You're kind, you're wonderful, we love you, and we appreciate all the support and love that you give us here at GWB. Wandering through the great plains of life, things move fast, sometimes a blur. Don't you let this bumpy road separate you from the herd. When you think the day is done, the sun is getting low. We're all looking for something rare, the great white buffalo, the great white buffalo. Podcast with Ben Mayfield. I liked how How I Met Your Mother was probably the best one I've seen in office. What? First of all, How, how I, I Met Your, your mother, mother was a terrible ending. Everybody, hated I was satisfied that. with it. You're, see, he's just saying that because everybody else said they hated it. No, he that's, just has to be the opposite. That's not true. Is here's the thing: the, Lost, the, terrible. The entire series I Lost, so I don't know. was developing who the mother was going to be and that How I Met Your Mother, and the whole story is about her. And then the very last season, they say, "Hey, this is the mother." Oh, by the way, she's dead, and she had cancer. And did, super did you sad. forget what the kids said though? The kids were like, "But mom's hardly in the story, but Robin is." Like, oh yeah, that's the reason why. 
Yeah, so you're it, telling it me it that make, the, he's, makes, he spent this entire makes, time to tell a story about how he wants to date their aunt, Robin? <laughs> Why don't you just that's go? Like, that's that's Ted though. He he but, likes he likes to dodge the question. If Ted, you're, Ted's horrible. I don't like Ted at all. Yeah. If you're horrible, in the real world, I am Ted. Oh gosh. If you're in the real like world, you. you're not Ted Mosby by any means. If anything, you're you're the you're the, the bartender <laughs> that's in the show. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you're definitely you're, not Barney Stinson. You you're, don't want to be Barney. No. <laughs> you're. Uh, I'm Marshall, but single. No, 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 no. Marshall, but single. <laughs> You're uh, Andy. Mark. You're Andy Bernard from The Office. <laughs> Nardog. <laughs> you're the Nardog. It could be worse. I could be Toby. Ooh, Toby's not to- that bad. Dude, he's Toby's the strength on. Toby's the worst. You sound like Michael Scott now. All right. Well, let's welcome to another great episode of the Real Life Buffalo Podcast. We're we'll right. go ahead and get started here. I got Mr. Jake Riggs over here in my co-pilot seat. What's up, man? What's up, buddy? Dude, we have no one in the seat of you know the guest of honor seat. It's just empty. There's a taco bag. <laughs> <laughs> Is a Taco the guest, Bell bag. Guess the water seat. Then what's is, the, what's the one across the? Uh, meat? That's the outsider. That's that's the Red Hood seat. The, the Maverick. The seat. Maverick. Oh, that's a good one. The Maverick seat is Mister Ethan Chance. What's up, Ethan? Howdy, dude. Ethan hasn't been. When was the last time you were on the podcast? I mean, twenty nineteen. This last year. Yeah, like, I mean, it seems like forever ago. <laughs> yeah, that's true. June, I think. We do. Like we that. do want to take a moment of silence to uh, our fallen comrade Scott Sinkowitz. Uh, his wife is sick today, so he's taking a, a break from the podcast. We miss you, Scott. Shout out to you. Better listen to this episode. But yeah, it's been like June, maybe August. No, you were to school no. in August. Yeah, it was, so it's it like was been June, June or July, sometime around there. Yeah, yeah man. it was in the summer. We were. I don't even remember what we talked about. I, I, honestly, I don't know. I, I do a lot of podcasts, so yeah. I don't quite remember. But so you've been. You just got home. For, you're still on the holiday break, then, right? Yeah, I'm. I'm back for this next week, and I go back on the 13th. So dang, I know a lot of people who are actually are going back, like either today, yeah. go back today, or go back tomorrow. So you guys are starting a little later than. Yeah, but I think folks. I think our finals are a week later than some oh, of okay. the schools too. I got you. Oh, so it goes a little farther. Yeah, we always in college we started probably the second week. Of January, and then we always finished the last week of April-ish. We always, like, May, June, July was yeah. off. Yeah, I can't remember. I think at Kennesaw, it, it might have been just right in the first week of January. They just, we popped back, right back into classes. Yeah. And then we go through April. It was, yeah. they changed things? Well, no, like, finals week was always in April. Oh, okay. Um, I don't remember. Maybe. That was so long ago. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true. Our, our finals is, like, the first week of May. I think something okay. like that. Something like that. Yeah, yeah I got so you. So then you will have completed your sophomore year. I will have. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So junior year plans. Are you going to stay at Valdosta? Are you? Yes. Okay. I, I've I've thought I've thought it through, and uh, I'm going to stay at Valdosta. Me and a couple of my buddies are looking at getting a uh, an apartment in the okay. fall. Ooh. As I know, you were up in the air for a little while. Yeah, about yeah, if yeah. You were I was head back up north, or uh, what I was. Do. I was really unsure going into this year what I wanted to do, so I applied for. Um, UNG to move back home, but I decided to kind of be patient and see what goes on, and things started falling into place and got better towards the end of the semester, so I think I'm going to stay. Okay, cool. And do you, what are you studying I or am, going to be studying? I am a marketing major. Marketing, okay. Nice. Would you say one of the reasons that you stayed, and I'm trying to think of like, you know, when it comes to people that are listening to podcasts, why you stay in a town, why you stay in a city, why you stay in like, you know, if it's in Athens, Dahlonega, Atlanta, Valdosta was one of the biggest reasons why you were wanting to leave but ended up staying is because of community. Just throwing it out there. Yes, that that was actually probably one of the biggest parts because... Because I remember you saying, like, I just I haven't plugged in. Like, I haven't yeah. found my people yet. Like, it sounds like you maybe you did. People. <laughs> my yeah. people. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, I do have a very close group of friends, and I'm very thankful for that, but I just didn't have, like, a good sense of 
community, like with, you know, a good group of people. Mm-hmm. And so um, I found that with Wesley. Shout out to Wesley. Nice. Oh, come on, and, dude. Uh, I love Wesley. And so I'll be a big, uh, I'll be helping out with them this next spring. Aren't you going on a mission trip? Yeah, you're going yes. to Jamaica? Yes. No. Yes. Tell us. So what, what do they do there? So um, spring <laughs> spring break, yeah, we're, uh, we're uh, heading to Jamaica, and we're going to be going to a place called St. Anne's Bay, I believe is what it's called. Okay. And we're going to be working with basically the most impoverished people on the island. Uh, the big project we're working on is going to be called, uh, not called, it's we're building a little blue house, which is basically a home that can fit a whole family and it's not very big but it's more than what they have right, right. so we actually just raised all that money because that was an extra cost on top of what we had to raise so we got that paid off so now it's just a matter of everyone getting their individual Your funds. And how are you fundraising so I'm fundraising I sent out a couple of letters uh, okay. I also have a um, board and I'm sure a lot of people have seen where on Facebook and stuff yeah, 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 yeah. So I have it posted on Facebook. Um, I occasionally post on my Instagram too, like just the updates on where I'm at. It's numbered one through fifty something, fifty five, I believe. And so, if so someone you just, wants you pick that, you yeah. get that amount. Yeah, yeah. You pick that number, and then you just give that amount that you pick. Some people do random numbers, but I feel like it's people yeah. ought to know what they're donating going right. into it. So, right. like so somebody like, will choose thirty seven. Right. Give thirty seven. Yeah, you want to give if somebody can only afford to give you ten bucks, they can pick the ten or whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. So. I mean, that's probably, I've got a lot of money that way. Um, and then I've got some online donations as well, but that's, some people nice. don't understand how to do that. So uh, it's going pretty, pretty well so far. I still got a ways to go though. Cool. Maybe we can think about uh, putting a link for his online donations in the description. Yeah, man. If you're listening the, and you think, you think it'd be a cool thing to help Ethan go to Jamaica to do something great for somebody else in this world. Uh, yeah, check that would, out. Because like we did that with Kaylee too. Kay- shout out to Kaylee, a uh, podcast listener, friend of the show. And she, I mean, she's doing mission work mm-hmm. in a different format, but we're always, and Jake and I, you know, work in ministry. We're all about supporting people Absolutely. who are going on the field, going out. Of our, yeah, yeah. So, Diamond yeah. in the missions field is, is a humid, hu, I was going to say, I was going to say humongous and tremendous, and it, I combined them into one word, into humendous. Humendous. Uh, it's, it's a humendous. It's a humendous <laughs> step of faith. <laughs> Dude, but yeah, just, uh, kudos. Absolutely, yeah. that's gonna be an awesome thing to do. Yeah, I'm, I'm very, I'm very blessed to have. So y'all doing construction? Yes, yes, we're the gonna house? Be doing construction. Um, I believe we're also gonna be working with the the community in some ways. That like, I think we're doing a VBS. I'm not entirely sure, so don't quote me on that. But oh, okay. we're doing something like that. We're doing. Along with doing construction, we're also doing fellowship and discipleship with yeah. the local people as yeah, well. Yeah, build so. that community. I think, I don't know if a lot of people know this, maybe they do, but um, Jamaica as a whole is actually a very impoverished country. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The word, and, uh, you know, what you see in the um, all-inclusive resorts and things, um, that's just a small part of the island. Everything mm-hmm. else is, is yeah, every, really not not great living right. for those yeah, folks. Absolutely. I bet it's similar to, I've been to the Bahamas. I yeah. Bet, I bet it's very similar because the Bahamas part is the port is like, oh, all the touristy stuff and ports and whatever. It's where all and the it, money lands and where all the money's spent. But yeah. 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 But I, I'm just very blessed to, to be able to have this opportunity. And this is my second time traveling out of the country because when I was in high oh. school, I went to Ecuador. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, I forgot about that. So I'm hoping to hopefully take what I've learned from that experience and help apply it to this one as well. Right on. Experience more. That's awesome. Yeah, damn, dude. Ecuador, that's South America, and then now you're going to... Is it Central America? Jamaica, Central America? Jamaica's in the Caribbean. Well, yeah, but is that like in the continent of South America or North America? Lord, you're the the geography geography guy. I'm going to go ahead and say (laughs) that it's in South America. Okay. It's closer to South America than it is North America. Let's look. 
Let's look it and up. Central America is considered North America. Central, oh gosh, what, what this is rant? What, I'm just saying. What's in Central America? Panama and what else? Yeah, Panama, uh, Guatemala, Belize. Um, there's a couple other countries. There's like I think there's seven. Um, I want to say it's closer physically to South America, so it would make more sense. But it does have more travel to North America, so I can see it. Oh, Jake's doing now it the says that there. the monarch is Elizabeth II. So, oh, so it, it is. It's part of the United Kingdom. It's under British rule, um, but but kind of sort of a physical island location. country situated in the Caribbean Sea. Oh, uh, you know, if you know this right now, oh, you're like gosh, shouting. We have no clue. Yeah, we have no clue. It doesn't say fourth like, grade geography yeah. test failed. I, oh my gosh! I don't think it's part of like a like it's associated with a continent. I think it's just a part of that Caribbean region. I feel like it has to be. I don't know. I'm the geography guy. I probably know that. Well, would you count New Zealand yeah. as part of Australia then? Yeah, absolutely. It, I mean, it, I think it is. I think it's probably oceanic. Yeah, um, yeah. But we did that on other podcasts. Avery had to look it up. But oceanic is in its own little territory. So maybe the Caribbean is in its own little territory as well. Yeah, that's similar to the oceanic. Right. Anyways, we digress. We digress. <laughs> um, so I digress. We digress. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was thinking about what to talk about today. Well, first of all, Ethan. Don't forget the link to support him online will be in our Instagram post if you're into that. Um, I want to go, before we get into today's kind of topic, let's get an update on Jake. How oh, you man. been Well, to? speaking of being out of the country, I just got back into the country. Dude, myself. you talked about that last one. Yeah, you're, you're going overseas. We're going, yeah. And now we have since gone. Uh, my wife and I went to Ireland for Ayo. our 10-year anniversary. Nice. And um, it was the most beautiful place I've ever been. Now, granted... It's the only it's the only out of country travel I've ever done in my life, but um, the the landscapes are just beautiful. Um, there's so much history there, which I love. And the coolest part about it is, is you're driving down the road, and you'll look off to the right or left or whatever, and you'll see an old monastery or an old cathedral, and you just pull off and you go take a look, and they're all ruins. I mean, most of them were built back in the 12 and 1300s. And um, and then just the the beauty of the natural landscape too is mm-hmm. amazing. We went to this a place on the um, western side of the country um, called the Cliffs of Moore, and mm-hmm. it's just it's right up against the Atlantic Ocean, and the cliffs are probably, golly, I'm so bad at at like the depth perception of it, but probably like I don't know 500 feet. Above the sea level, tall enough to where if you jump, five hundred nine feet elevation. Are you serious? Yeah, <laughs> I just looked. Dang. It okay, maybe I'm better at that than I thought. Um, but it is, it is just, just the most beautiful, awe-inspiring thing to see. Can I tell you this? Yeah, tell the, me. The cliffs of Moore were in Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince with the Horcrux scene in the cave. Dude, I think I know the rock. I've seen that rock. Yeah, I was there. That's what they used. That's crazy. And you're going to love this one because this is one of your favorite movies. Oh. The Princess Bride. Oh, yeah. Had a filming location on the Cliffs, the Cliffs of, of Insanity. The Cliffs of Insanity. <laughs> <laughs> the Cliff of Insanity. Um, dude, that's awesome. I think that's, it, the, that's the only two that has right But it, it is legit. I, I wish my words could describe to you how beautiful that place is. It is just amazing. Um and uh, it feels like they have colors over there that we don't have in like the natural beauty of things. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's it was cold, and over here when things get cold, they it everything dies. <laughs> Everything's brown and droopy and all that stuff. But there's just these 
lively green colors and all the grass just sweeping over all everything. And it, it's just a beautiful place. And if you ever have the opportunity to go, I say you go check it out. People are super friendly. Food's really good. Um, pub in every town. Um, and the pub is the food is always good. Uh, just out of curiosity, the pounds they use pounds. No, they use euros. They use euros. Yes. Ireland is euros, but Scotland and England. Scotland, England, Northern Ireland use pounds. Oh, Northern Ireland. It's its, use, its own, own country. Okay, and there's Southern Ireland. Yeah, I, there's, I, there's Ireland and there's Northern Ireland. It's, I honestly did not know. I knew the, the region of Northern Ireland. Mm-hmm. I did not know it was a separate is a separate government as well. Yes, there, there was like a big. Big falling out like yeah. in the eighties or something like that. I, I'm not quite oh sure of the time. Is there like a border? Like, can you yeah. drive? Yeah. Like, I, and we, there's we like we a. Didn't. Um, but there, like, there is a northern border, um, and I think the I think I want to say the capital of Northern Ireland is Belfast. I, I I'm not 100 percent sure. Man, that's crazy um, stuff. But uh, so yeah, but um, we got to spend a lot of time driving on the wrong side of the road. Because we drove the whole way. Yeah, so we drove probably 1,500 miles while we were over there, just like in this big circle in the south part of the country. And uh, you get used to it fairly quickly, but the I got thrown right into the fray because when we, we landed and we were going to wait for our luggage, and the sun sets at like 4.30 over there. Mm-hmm. So it's like up at 8.30, sun's up, 4.30, sun's down. So you got eight hours of daylight. That's that's about it because closer to the top of the world. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so we got we landed and we went to go get our luggage and something happened with one of the conveyor belts coming off the plane to get the luggage. So we waited for probably an hour and a half for our luggage. And by the time we got it and got our rental car, it was already dark. And we had to drive two <laughs> hours to our hotel. So, yeah, we had to drive two hours uh, to Waterford uh, to our hotel. And so and we've been traveling. I mean, we we left um, on Tuesday night at nine p.m. Flew over the Atlantic Ocean into London. Landed there. At I want to say 10, 10 30 or so a.m. London time, and then we had a five hour layover in London, and then we didn't get over, we didn't get to uh, Dublin until like three thirty p.m. So we had been traveling uh, for with jet lag too, like traveling for probably close to fifteen sixteen hours, and uh, and then I had to drive two hours on the wrong side of the road at night <laughs> on the wrong side of the car <laughs> at night. Golly. And so I, I really had a hard time that first night, but I got used to it. And, uh, it, you know, you're just changing perspectives, and you you're, you have to, like, switch your brain. I would be honest with me right now. Uh-huh. That was a very stressful situation. Yes. Did y'all snap, or y'all pretty cool about it? Because I know it's vacay. It oh, stressful. I mean, she – so <laughs> my wife would – my wife would be like, she'd snap at me, and I'd be like, you need to just leave me alone right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I get only stressed I, out driving in Atlanta. It's like, the only thing I need from you is to keep me awake. That's the only <laughs> thing. I don't need you to tell me everything I'm doing wrong. Uh, but no, it was a great trip. We had a great time together. Um, the hotels are beautiful. People are great. Towns are wonderful. Pubs are just like you think they are in movies. You walk in, everybody's got a pint. Um, they're listening. Somebody's in there playing an accordion and a fiddle. We went to one that had Irish step dancing. It was it was amazing, just, just amazing. Like a walking billboard for Ireland, dude. I, I want to go right now. I had a lot of Guinness, a lot of Guinness and Smithics, which are delicious. This, I wonder if Guinness World Records is also the company that owns the Guinness. They are pretty sure they are. Yeah. Really, mm-hmm. I'm pretty Dang, sure. Way to branch out. That's like two. Completely different ranges of work. <laughs> one is brews and one's in a book. You well, know? have you ever heard... This is another one, too, that surprised me of something like that. Have you ever heard of Michelin Tires? Yeah. Okay. Have you ever heard of a Michelin-starred restaurant? Yeah. It's like the highest honor that a restaurant can yeah. get. 
That's the same company. What? <laughs> what? The tire company is also the company that hands out the stars they, for restaurants. They, they do the blimps. Yeah. That's yeah. Michelin Tire does the blimps. Right, the big fat, the, the guy that looks yeah. like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. That's, and that's Michelin. And then the one that Gordon Ramsay has like three Michelin stars at his same restaurant. Same company. What? <laughs> My mind's blown, dude. I didn't know that. Did it's you like, hear that, Eat? I, I did. That's you that's did? fairly recent that. discovery for me, but I was because I, I never put it together, and I was like, that can't be. I the just same figured it was thing. like, all right, like you know, the big puffy marshmallow guy <laughs> with the tires is the guy. Dude, who why do you think he's so puffy? I get you. You know what I mean? He eats a lot of great food. <laughs> he eats a lot that's of great why. food. Man, golly, that's crazy. Um, so we're gonna go into today's episode. Where do I put my cell phone? I'll know, bro. All right, it's right here. And so we're gonna do an episode that we haven't done before. This is brand new, and Jake and. Ethan's been on the podcast before. They're they're old timers here on the podcast, but we've never done this before. And I'm OGs. really excited. They're OGs. See if I can get this worked out. But what I did was on my Instagram, I went and put out a, a sticker on the Great White Buffalo Podcast Instagram, and like a sticker of like, "Hey, send us some questions slash topics to discuss." Absolutely. And we had a huge fan interaction. And so if you did one, I'm going to talk to him right now. And we'll give y'all some shout outs slash answer some of the questions that y'all put in here. And if you're listening to this later and you're like, oh man, I didn't get to do that, we'll do this we'll again. We'll do this again. Yeah. yeah. And I want y'all to be able response. to. That's, we got, you got some good fans. Yeah, I got a bunch. I'm like, I don't know if I can answer all these. So we'll go ahead. This is the very first one that we got, and I had to put it. Keep it light. Um, Matt Saul. Okay. Producer Matt. Oh. He wrote, Where did producer Matt go? And he wrote that? <laughs> yeah, he wrote that. <laughs> Matt, why'd you write that? <laughs> Matt, you're in the room, you're Matt. You're in the room, man. Dude, you always do this. Just stick to your soundboard. You're doing a great job. The mics sound wonderful. You're here to look good. You're, you're That's here it. For, absolutely. You look great. <laughs> uh, he does sometimes has corporate gigs. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's sometimes he's not here. But yeah. for tonight, he's here. So that's, Matt, that's weird. Yeah, I don't know why he wrote that. All right, we have Zach Moore, who... Uh, shout out to Zach. We all know Zach. Yeah, Jake and Ethan know Zach. Mm-hmm. He put, is hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> Ooh, that's a that's a good one. Okay. I want to I know what y'all think about that one before I go to any other ones. Yes. <laughs> Ethan. You're, that's it. All right, what, Period. No, no like, reason why. Is hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> so Just yes? Okay. So think of like a, like a, like a Chicago-style hot dog, right? All right. It's got all these toppings, yep. which is the same as you would find on a sandwich, right? Sure. Mm, okay. And if the bun... Get split. All of a sudden, it's now two individual pieces of bread mm-hmm. with meat and toppings in between it. It's a sandwich. But the goal of a hot dog is to not have the bun split because that is an unbridled mess. True, when that happens. But things happen. Things do happen. So I mean, you know, I think of like a taco versus a burrito, or you know, enchilada, uh-huh. things like that. It's different because someone, you know, so a hot dogs a taco. You know, uh, yeah. Is that where you're going with this? I'm just saying, <laughs> if a hot dog taco. is yeah. a taco, because I'm thinking of taco is wrapped around, just kind of like a hot dog with yep. meat, meat in the middle, some cheese, cheese maybe, maybe some some kind of condiment, slaw. Sometimes there's slaw on a good taco. S- salt, yeah. You know what I mean? Some salsa, fancy tacos. So, 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 you, so you're saying a hot dog is an American taco. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Actually, it's more of a German taco. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a bratwurst. That's, uh, it's Wait, where do you think we got the idea from? Coney Island, which that's is in the... America. <laughs> right, but what was America full of back then? British. Immigrants. A bunch of American pigs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, greedy. Okay, all right. I just, I, I'm of, the, I'm of the, the opinion that um, if it were a sandwich, you would call it a hot dog sandwich, but you don't. You just call it a hot dog. It's its own thing. 
All right, so that's Jake, and then you think it's a sandwich, and I think it's a taco. So, <laughs> so, so I think that's a great question. Thanks, that's Zach. a great Zach. All right, let's go to the next one. Great we got. Um, oh, this was a little more serious. Shout out to Macy Duke. We all know Macy here. Um, she says, "Getting through high school slash preparing for college. Ooh. What is some advice there?" Uh, Ethan's the most recent. Yeah, he's the closest. Prepper, but I'm actually preparing for college too. So we could talk about it. You want to go first, Ethan? Uh, so. My two cents being going from high school to being an undergraduate in college and experiencing all these new things. Um, I just say you got to make sure you're on top of everything, on top of your dates for when colleges need stuff, such as like financial aid or your uh, housing and stuff like that. You just need to stay on top of it. Uh, that's, don't, really, that's actually really good advice. Th- yeah, don't, wow. Was, I'm don't impressed. stress too much. Plan it out. Once you, once you know something, write it down, plan it out. Stick those dates and you'll be fine. Man, he's learned a lot in a year. Yeah, I'm, I'm Holy impressed. Holy smokes! Yeah, that's uh, that's good. Um, I think I think you definitely need to put high schools need to put more emphasis on certain life skills that they don't talk about at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Like time ha- management. Time management would be a good one to talk about. How to do your taxes would be a good mm-hmm. thing to teach kids. How to, how to iron your shirts. But how to, how to ta- fold your clothes, <laughs> do laundry. Time <laughs> management. I cannot. Ex- express how critical that is because in college they don't care right it, it, it's on you so yeah, yeah. we're in high school they're kind of like holding your hand like oh you know you get like four chances to do which this. is funny because you always yeah. see high schoolers are like i just want to be free like just let me do my own thing and like okay college goes all right cool we'll meet you there and then they're like oh this is too much i can't do this i need more structure yeah. and it's like well <laughs> my hair is falling out yeah Hey. Well, that's, just, that's, that's <laughs> genetics. That's genetics. Uh, my advice would be, because I just graduated with my master's. And yeah, I'm, congrats, uh, buddy. Uh, appreciate it. And I'm considering, I was just telling Jake and Ethan before we started recording, about going to get my doctorate. I applied. Dr. Fudge. Uh, today I applied. <laughs> Dr. Dr. Fudge. <laughs> um, and so trying to do that. And one of the things that like really got me through grad school was... A lot of times we see like chopping down a tree, like assignment, we go, oh man, that's a huge tree. It's a huge tree. But instead, what I try to do, and my advice for high schoolers or young college students, is chop a branch down, then chop another branch down, and then maybe, you know, chop a little bit here, a little bit there, and then as you realize that you've been chopping at little things, the big tree will fall. Right. Instead of trying to go, oh, it's a big tree, because I get overwhelmed. Yeah. When I see something like, oh, I can't do that. That's too much for me. Instead of take piece by piece, and then you realize, oh, my gosh, I took four bites. There's only one bite. Well, then you're done. Yeah. Like, you did it. You're like, how did I do that? And it's because you didn't see the full picture and get overwhelmed and go, I can't do this. I'm already defeated before I've even started. That's also great advice for kids who don't want to eat certain type of foods. Just take a bite at a time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good advice. Um, good f- food analogy. Yeah, food analogy. Um, mine would be to don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, that was something I really struggled with in high school. I never mm. wanted to go talk to a teacher and, and ask for extra help. But when I got to college, um, especially after I got done with my core stuff and started working mm-hmm. on um, focusing on my majors, um, is I would I would befriend the teachers and I would just go to their office when they had office hours and I would ask extra questions and probably to the point of annoyance. Like I'd, I'd walk yeah. in and they'd be like, "Oh." Here he is. <laughs> well, and also, if you're if you're go to a larger school like Georgia, where it's like a 400 person lecture, you know they'll have uh, as, like assistants, like teaching assistants. And so, if you're too scared for some reason to go to the actual professor, you can go talk to those teaching yeah, assistants because they they know that's what they're there so, for. So I mean, 
Well, I even did that at North Georgia. We had a, a it was a science class. It was geology, and there was a TA teacher's assistant uh, named Grace Ford. Shout out to Grace. Haven't spoken to her in years. A great friend of mine. I'm sure, she's doing great. She's great. She has two kids. <laughs> two now. kids. She's yeah, doing she's great. married. Uh, but I haven't seen her. I haven't seen her. That's not what I was trying to say. I haven't seen her in a lot. Yeah. But I I struggled a little bit in that class. Sure. And I said, Hey, Grace. Listen, we're in the same grade. We're both juniors in college. Can you help me here, like a real person? And she's like, yeah, I can help you. And she, like, went and she, like, broke it down for me, like, section by section because I couldn't I couldn't figure it out. And I got through that class, and it was awesome. So asking for help, Absolutely. realizing that, that there's resources there for sure. Yeah. So uh, we're going to go ahead and go to the next question. Unless you got, you got No, that was a good no, question. Yeah. That's a, a good great question. question. Good job, Macy. The next one's from a guy named Walter. Beach. I sh- I don't know who Walt Beach is. I should like. Walt I feel like I Beach. should know who this is. Um, it's a four H type person. But it said, "What's the best Marvel movie of all time?" Ooh, Walt knows us too well. He's he's an avid listener. He knows we love Marvel movies. Um, Jake, you want to take the first one for this? He's a he's a Marvel expert. Man, for me, it's probably. Thor Ragnarok. Ooh, okay. Give us one. What's going on? Um, and I think it's the 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 evolution of that character when for Thor because the first Thor movie for me was a surprise. I didn't go into it expecting very much and came out of it like, oh, that was fun. I had a good time with that. That was cool. Um, and uh, and then Dark World was just abysmal <laughs> I don't even remember most of that movie um, and uh, I think that was before Marvel really hit their stride um, but Thor Ragnarok was right at the height of it and it was just they did something different with the character they made him just a little more on the silly side yeah. um, and a lot more ha- having a lot more fun and um, it's very Guardians of the Galaxy it's just really well done stylized um the, what's the director's name for Thor Ragnarok? Um, to Tawai Tiki, something like yeah, that? Yeah, and um, he's from New Zealand, um, right? Isn't that right? Yeah, he's from New Zealand. He's from New Zealand. Um, he's kind of a funky, spunky type director. Yeah, and he just the, the style of Thor Ragnarok was a lot of fun, and it was really funny, but it had great action, it had great characters, um, and uh, really, uh, I like I like the way that it helped Thor evolve into um, a character that realized that he could be more without the thing that he thought he needed the most, which was his hammer. And then his hammer gets destroyed. He's not a god of hammers. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, are you the god of hammers? Yeah. And then when... When when he's like has that flashback again when Hell is like holding his throat and he's like what were you the god of again and he like starts seeing his dad and then that lightning comes down and then he leaps onto all those guys uh-huh. and they start playing immigrant song by Led Zeppelin oh my gosh I got so hyped it was so good I thought I immediately thought of School of Rock and, but whatever and I say I say Ragnarok instead of Infinity War it was a close it was mm-hmm. really close I would not put Endgame at the top Endgame was a good movie it's not the top best. ten I'd say top ten. Um, because Thor also had one of the best moments in Endgame. I mean, uh, in, in Infinity, Infinity War. Oh, for sure. When he came down into Wakanda. We saw that together, by the way. Shredding everybody in that battle. It was just so dope. I still get goosebumps when I watch it. Um, so and He's in that all black. Oh, my gosh. Too. I know. So cool. Um, anyway, so that's why I picked Thor Ragnarok. 
I'm going to have to go with probably the uh, newest X-Men, one. X-Men Last Stand. Oh, no. <laughs> just kidding. Dude. Origins Wolverine? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. When B stabs her or stabs Magneto with the four like cure things, ugh, such yeah. a good scene. <laughs> okay, for, anyway, I'm sorry. What was the real one? For me, yeah. uh, I'd probably have to say Far From Home. I re- okay. I Spider-Man? really enjoyed it. it Man, those Spider-Man it, movies are good. I think it dealt with all the questions you had at the end of Endgame really well. Like, uh, I remember at the end of Endgame, Everyone was like, well, when they blipped back, did they go back to exactly where they were? And it had the, the marching band getting nailed with the basketball. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, that was really funny. But um, And then young. the ending, spoiler alert, I mean, it's an old movie, but at the very end where they have J. Jonah Jameson come on and expose Peter Parker, I'm like, wait, this wait. is going to make for a great movie. Yeah. Wait, is that Far From Home? That's Far From Home. Oh, what's the first one called? Homecoming. 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 Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's the second. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was it's the, the second one. one. second one. I was like, was he in the Who film? is it? Is is it J.K. Simmons that played? Yeah, no, yeah, no, he came back. Yeah, yeah, he came back. Awesome. But now, now he's not like it. the Daily Bugle isn't a newspaper. It's a like a blog, uh, online like blog. like a, like yeah. an Infowars conspiracy it, theory. It kept up. It kept up with the, the, the times, age. It yeah. kept up yeah. with yeah. the times. Right, we're in the digital age, and that's why they they made it that but way. But I I, I just one. think it was really cool. Like, now, was it Mysterio? Yeah, pretending to be. I can't remember. I only saw it once. He was Mysterio is the yeah. one who yeah so so he pretended to be a good guy and like out of him like oh it's Peter Parker yeah, yeah. So the synopsis is Mysterio is he claims to be this guy from a different Earth that was brought over during the snap yeah I remember but that. in reality he worked for Tony Stark and he did that like hologram yeah and he had all those ex Stark employees yeah. helping him. yeah 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 Got so it. I remember that now he turned yeah. rogue to get the glasses from is Peter. that movie available yet it is it probably yeah probably is it, it is. it's not on I, Disney Plus yet I don't think no yeah, uh, so. they're not going to put those on Disney Plus because of Sony. Uh, there's too, what? There's too many licensing issues. That's, actually, that's a good point. Uh, I will say, when it comes to the Disney movies and Mar- or Marvel movies in particular, Spider Man has never really been my favorite. To be honest with you, well, even the first three yeah. with with um, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, three. they're okay. But I was like, I was still just not like a big Spider Man yeah. fan. And the Marvel has kind of re-resurrected my faith and kind of like, oh, I kind of do like this character a lot. Oh, yeah. The well, 90s TV show animated was really good. Yeah. The Spider-Man just holds a special place for me because that was the first superhero movie I remember watching. The original mm-hmm. Spider-Man one on VHS at oh, my dang. grandma's house. I, that's I with, very with, vivid. With saliva and Chad Kruger singing the theme song. <laughs> and they say that a hero can save us. <laughs> How accurate um, was that? That was pretty good. I know. <laughs> He's in the studio, actually. Hey, what's <laughs> up, Chad? Uh, I will say, for me, I'm trying to, like, a toss-up between two. Like, the first one being, we talked about this before, is Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah, because it's, it's the movie. only movie that, it's it was all the movies that we did, uh, that I did not see it coming. And that was when S.H.I.E.L.D. was infiltrated and oh, was mostly yeah. HYDRA. Yeah. That was a huge reveal and for then me. And you start looking back at the other movies. Right. Like Liam and I were watching Avengers the other day, and I saw in, in the uh, helicarrier a guy that from the, the, the bald uh, guy the, with the glasses. Uh, yeah, Stillwell. Yeah. Still Stillwell. Yeah, yeah. Agent Stillwell. It, on the helicarrier, and I was like... That's a that's a Hydra. There's yeah. a Hydra right there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that that one, but I will say one of my favorites, kind of my my kind of my not typical mainstream, Doctor Strange. Oh man, that movie's so um, good too. It was trippy when I saw it, and I was like, "Well, this is when they did like the universal travel, but then they did like the 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 world turning with like, and then the fractured universe, and then it like becomes like a geometric you know shapes and stuff." Yeah. I was like, "This is cool." Yeah. 
I don't know where you came up with this and like how you did this technology-wise to make this. This is awesome. Kevin, and this is Kevin magic. Feige was on something. Yeah. Did you see it in 3D? No. I, I, I Ann and I went saw it in 3D, and I'm not usually a big fan of 3D, but it was awesome. Oh, it I was, bet. It was 3D IMAX, and it was so cool. It, and that's a movie that's like designed for 3D. Yeah. So that's the probably next my one favorite should be Marvel. good too. Doctor Strange too. Yeah, yeah, it's going to incorporate some of the Disney Plus shows too. So that's kind of cool. And then, uh, and then Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah. Thor. Unpopular opinion. I'm not. I, I don't, I'm not excited for the Black Widow movie. It doesn't. It doesn't uh, look. I, good. I, yeah, I don't know. It could be really good. We'll see. I yeah. mean, Hopper from Stranger Things is in it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those those scenes do look funny. Yeah, I think they're going to have some. What are those characters called? Um, or what's he called? He's the Red Guardian. The Red Guardian. He's Thank a Russia, Russian program. Yeah. So we'll go ahead and go to the next question. That was a good one. Thank that, you. That was a good one. Uh, thank you, Walt. This is uh, from Kate, another youth kid we know. Yeah. It says, vegetables, more specifically, the Superior Larry Boy episode. I have no idea what that means. Is that a VeggieTales? Well, Larry Boy, Larry Boy is is from VeggieTales. Um, it's uh, so maybe our opinion on vegetables in general. Well, okay. Uh, let me just say this: Larry Boy is a superhero in the VeggieTales universe, played by Larry the Cucumber, mm. uh, and so it's kind of like a Batman type character. He has a uh, butler named Alfred, and uh, he drives around in the Larry Mobile, <laughs> and he. Has fought such nemesis nemesis as uh, the fib from outer space and the rumor weed. Oh, if you would like to know, yeah, I want you to know I'm really into Veggie Tales right now because my son really likes it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But those songs are also really funny. Uh, there's some some songs in between the episodes that are really hilarious too. But vegetables are disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I do love a good onion. I eat onions, saute onions, raw. See, I eat a cooked onion. I don't like raw onions. Ooh, I'll eat I'll eat onions despite anything. And I do not all vegetables are disgusting. I do like spinach. Um, I like cucumbers, carrots. I don't like broccoli. Broccoli is the bane of my existence. What about pickles? Uh, yeah, pickles are fine. Well, pickles is uh, pickles a cucumber soaked in vinegar. Yeah. So. Okay, but you know, different taste. <laughs> he just said he didn't like raw onions, but he liked saute onions. That's yeah, I don't like onion. cooked onions. It's something about a raw mm-hmm. onion. When they when they cook them down, they get a little sweeter. Um, mm-hmm. When they're raw, they just got this bite to them that I, I just don't like, like very much. But yeah, broccoli is. Uh, whenever my wife cooks it because she insists on it, I think that something in the garbage has gotten bad. I need to take it outside. It stinks. It's horrible, and I don't like it. Broccoli, cauliflower, asparagus. Cauliflower, um, I can't. Um, have you ever had it riced? No, I've I've had cauliflower maybe four times <laughs> in my life accidentally, and <laughs> accidentally I, you thought it was like cottage cheese. I'm like, or something. You thought I'm it was like, cotton candy. I'm like, eat something. <laughs> well, this was great. I mean, something. I'm like, what is this? And then, like, oh, it's cauliflower. It's like, you just ruined my Here's meal. the thing: when I did um, when I did for Lent, I gave up meat, and I was doing keto, which made me veto. I couldn't eat any meat, and you couldn't have carbs. So for about forty days straight, it was, oh my gosh, I don't even want to talk about. It. I got. I remember. I remember you were. He's getting flashbacks. I was, <laughs> yeah. I, I was hangry all I the was, time. I was moody, but I ate nothing but broccoli and eggs and uh, cheese sticks, like the um, broccoli eggs, and like cheese the sticks. like the string cheese, yeah, like not the ones that are deep fried, but the. Do you pull cheese. that apart, or do you just take a bite out of it? Depends on how hungry, hungry I am. Okay. So just sometimes what I'll do is I'll take a whole one and I'll just bite in like my teeth and just like hold it 
and just like slowly just gnaw on it. Just like, <laughs> you know what I mean? What? I'm just being judged right now. Oh, I was thinking about the diet. That then, was weird. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, like it's a mouth guard and it's like, and when I'm driving, all stuff. the ways to eat string cheese, I've never thought of nope. putting okay. it in like a mouth guard. Like never, well, never in my life. All right, folks, uh, <laughs> there's a challenge for you when you go home today. <laughs> let's go. Uh, let's go to the next question. Uh, let's, I digress. Well, did, what did you, you say? Cauliflower. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I said broccoli. I don't like. <laughs> they turn into like, are they good or not? What's our worst? <laughs> yeah. most hated vegetable? I, I love onions. I don't like. Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't like Brussels sprouts. I uh, no. I don't like Brussels sprouts either. So I won't eat that. Reed puts Kanye's conversion to hmm. Christianity. Ooh. Well, I don't know. What do you think, E? I think... It's a, it's see, a, it's a dicey one. That one's see, a dicey. I like it, though. I think with, with anybody, your personal relationship with Jesus is very... It's just that. It's very personal. So I can't say for sure if he's doing this as a PR stunt or if he's being genuine about it, because that's not my place to judge or to Yeah, know. who are we to yeah. say if it's real or not but for if, him? If, this, if he's being genuine about it, then... Good for him, good and, him. and yep. I'm, I'm glad that he's using the platform he has to spread that message. Now, some of the things I've heard, like him charging ridiculous amounts for merchandise at these things, I'm not a big fan of, but that's just me. Yeah, this is one of the rare times where Ethan and I agree. Um, if if that's true, awesome. Good on him. It's got nothing to do with me. I can't, right. I, I shouldn't be able to judge him for that. Um, I can just imagine him, like, during the middle of a service, like, get someone on stage, like, Preacher, I hear what you're saying. I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> but Beyonce had one of the greatest albums yeah. of all time. Um, well, so for me, I, you know, working with high schoolers, I get I get this a lot of when it first happened of like what my opinion was. It was on a Wednesday night. And so I found this online of this guy that I was looking at, and I screenshotted it because I thought it was perfect. And it said, with the whole Kanye cover, it said, Is it real? Question mark. Why are Christians slow to celebrate a celebrity's conversion? I think it's because we're afraid it's not real. Or maybe they will display a flavor of Christianity we're uncomfortable with. I wonder if underneath all that is simply a fear of being wrong. But if we are wrong, can't we just say that, right? Oh, I was excited they were talking about Jesus, but it seems that it wasn't a real conversation. I wonder if our hesitancy is rooted in our pride. It seems like God did something here. I'm encouraged. I don't need to sort out all the details of Kanye's heart. It's like the Holy Spirit said through Paul, but what does it matter? The important thing is that in every way, whether from false motives or true, Christ is preached. And because of this, I rejoice. Yes, I will continue to rejoice. And it's Philippians 1.18. For all I know, Kanye might claim to be Jesus tomorrow, meaning I can't see the future and I don't know what his heart is. But today he is pointing everyone to Jesus and I'm pumped. It was interesting. I listened to the album this morning. It was not exactly my taste, but it clearly <laughs> makes much of God. And after it played through Spotify, it jumped to an old song is um, riddled with F-bombs. And I thought, that's what God does. He makes us new creations. We sing of his love. And I pray that Kanye gets discipled and takes his faith seriously and allows it to grow. And I pray the same for me and for you. Welcome to the fam, Kanye. And if I'm wrong, that's okay. He wasn't when he said Jesus is king. I thought that was pretty cool. Right, right. Even even if his heart really isn't true, the words that Jesus is King, God loves all of you. Those are those are true. Those are true words. Right. Those are real things. Um, and I don't, I don't know. So that's why I'm, that's kind of how I feel that's about a good, it. Yeah. That's good. That was well written. Yeah. Um, not by me though. I'm not trying to take claim of that. Yeah. That, whoever um, wrote that. So so I feel like that answers it pretty easily. Remember yeah. The next one. 
This one's from one of my besties, Marissa. Shout out to Marissa. She's been on the podcast before. She's on the episode about friendship. Marissa, that's why she's my bestie. You know, I had to say it's about friendship. <laughs> she's, I don't, you know, I don't know if I know this one. I think she's trying to play a joke on me. She said, confusion, what causes it? And how do you deal with it? Boom, roasted. It's what she wrote. <laughs> so, in the context of confusion, what is what causes it is com- that, that in itself. It's just a misunderstanding of a concept, or there's just a disconnect in your brain of, of not knowing. Not knowing. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's trying to be meta with it. Maybe. Like, yeah, probably. Like, Maybe. What's confusion? Dude, she, Marissa's so woke. <laughs> yeah, she's so woke. <laughs> Marissa, Marissa, you're on a higher plane of I, thinking yeah, in existence right. than we are. You got anything on that one? Nope. You don't know. No, no. Me no, me no, no. Me no, Job no. done. Me no understand. Um, producer Matt, do you have an opinion on it? No? Yeah. Oh, really? Okay, that's cool. That's interesting. I'll, I'll tell everybody. Let's go to the next question. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, shout out to Matthew Balti. Uh, so one of my uh, guys from college that I knew. He's a good guy. I love him a lot. Said, is Wesley's flag... Oh, you're Wesley, aren't you? I am. Ethan, you probably know this answer. <laughs> is Wesley's flag football's... <laughs> Run to the semifinals, the best story since Remember the Titans. <laughs> is this your story? Is this, okay. Well, is this North Georgia's Wesley? This is North Georgia. So uh, let's break it down then here. They have – the Wesley football team has a flag the, – well, the Wesley yeah. UNG has a flag football team. Yes. That has done well in intramurals, and they're going to the semifinals for – Well, so there's a little bit of a story with this. Okay, all right. It is – I was on Wesley leadership with Naders and, and all that, and we never had an intramural team, and North Georgia has great intramurals with flag football, softball, soccer, whatever. They have a dodgeball and ping pong. So one year, I was in charge of intramurals and Wesley, for Wesley, and we're going to start a team. And so there would be games where we didn't have enough people, and I would see random people walking with like you know gym shorts or whatever, and I would run to them and say, hey, man, we need you to play this sport with us or we're disqualified. They're like, I don't know. Really, please, like, we just want to lose. You, you just be there. Just be there. Just just play. And we did that. And I had to do that several weeks. And then I finally we kind of got a team through some random people. Like, Balti wasn't random, but we had some Wesley guys. But then we had some bunch of random people. And we ended up winning Dang. And, and going to the semifinals, to the final four. A team of ragamuffins. Of ragamuffins <laughs> who did not know each other for the most like, you know, Some oh of gosh. us knew each other, but there's like maybe five or six guys that are just random. It's like the Mighty uh, Ducks of intramural <laughs> flag yeah, football. Yeah. The, greatest, the greatest comeback. It was the greatest oh my comeback. Gosh. And then we lost to this uh, this team who were called the Living Legends. And I very presumptuous, yes, but. but the only problem that made me mad about it was they were actually like they won everything. They were actual legends. Like you couldn't much more like grad school students that had been there for college for many of years, mm-hmm. and they're all like ex like athletes. So I had like some baseball players. You had some that are so not good enough to make it in the real <laughs> in the real, real sports. But intermules they will dominate. They, were king. Yeah. <laughs> they got they got the free T shirts at the yeah. end of the season. Like at Truett, all the guys who didn't make the basketball team formed an intramural basketball team, and they crushed everyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. What <laughs> like even though they couldn't, they're not good enough to make the basketball team. They're good enough to beat everybody else. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. So that's uh, that's Balti right there. That's so. funny. That's that's a good story. All right, we have the next one. My boy, Jordan Cornette, who, uh, if you listen to the episode about the marriage, uh, the story of Jordan and Kaylee's marriage, it's one of the episodes, I forget what number That's it is. That's a good episode. It's a good episode. Did you listen to it? It's a good story. Yeah, it's a great story, man. I love it. Um, he wrote, this one. This one's a good one. 
and Jordan and I just had this debate the other day, so that's why he probably put this on here. He says, what makes a good Star Wars film? Oh, my gosh. I have opinions on it, but I talk too much. Ethan, or no, let's get Jake. A good Star Wars film. A good Star I said there's only like two good Star Wars films. <laughs> only two? I'm just kidding. Have you seen my room? I have so much Star Wars yeah, swag. Um, well, I think what made Star Wars good in the first place was its humble beginnings. Mm-hmm. Um, it took unknown actors and actresses and an unknown director, and people said he couldn't accomplish something. And he went out and he made this movie called Star Wars. And um, I can't speak on, you know, I've heard people talk about walking down the street past the theater back when it was released in theaters and seeing the Star Wars posters and immediately being like, what is that? That sounds incredible. Yeah, like Star Wars? Star Wars? The Star Wars? Yeah, okay, all right. But there's something so um, organic about the way it all came together. And um, I think now the final trilogy was fine. Um, I probably would have put it at good if The Last Jedi had been better than a turd burger. Yeah, but, um, that's true. It was fine. Um, but I think they were just really trying to recapture the magic that right. that that happened organically. Because like the actress that played Ray and Finn, um, or the actor who played Finn, actress that, that played Ray, were nobodies. That's their first. True, and, that's and their they first, were great. They yeah. were great to give them their props. They were great. Um, but I think when you have something that's so beloved by so many people, um, you really almost set yourself up for failure I, when see, you when you take right. on a project like that because I you're agree. you're not gonna you're not gonna please everybody. I don't think you can make in today's world. You cannot make a good Star Wars movie. And here's the difference with like in the most recent ones that they've made. The only one that would be considered good is Rogue One. And this right. is why. It's because it's a brand new cast of characters. The people love Mandalorian. You're like, oh, Mandalorian's good, Ben. It's a brand new set of characters. Yep. When you do It's not Baby Yoda. Moves, I know right. everybody calls him that. It's not Yoda. It is a different character. Right. And there is apparently there is a name for it. We just don't know it yet. Yeah, we don't know it. Um, but, that, but it's brand new characters. And yeah. so when I think of a good film, if you made uh, episodes... Seven, eight, nine, which is Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and The Rise of Skywalker, in the '90s or late '80s, and you had the actual Han Solo, Luke, and Leia when they're younger, and actually could do some movies. I feel like those movies would have been a lot better because it's about those characters. But since they made it so much, you know, you know, thirty years later, forty years later, is they had to make new stories, but also tie in old characters. Yeah. And it just, I don't know, like, what makes a good film is that magic. And can you create and capture that magic of the original trilogy? Right. Probably like, not. My, I, I remember asking my mom when uh, I said, when you went to go see Empire Strikes Back in theaters and you found out that Darth Vader was Luke Skywalker's father, so what was that like? And she said it was pandemonium. Like everybody, you heard everybody just go, oh, like everybody, oh my God, or no, oh, like, like right. just like, no, just like that. And I, I, there weren't any reveals. And maybe it's because of the, the world we live in now. Everybody's just kind but of. But they were set up in Force Awakens. 
Right. There were some things that could be like, ooh, but, what are some reveals? Yeah. And then the and, last Jedi and just we didn't, said, we did, we did, Yeah, we didn't get we didn't get a lot of we didn't get answers to questions in the last Jedi that we wanted. And then when we got the answers to the questions in Rise of the Skywalker, right. maybe not what we were hoping for. Right. The only big reveal was that she was a Spoiler alert, she was a Palpatine. <laughs> a Palpatine. And everything else was just really cool. Like, yeah. you know, when when Chewie got the medal, you know, that was yeah. Han's medal that Leia yeah, had. fan service. That, that's fan service, yeah. which I don't see as a negative. No, not all the time. Uh, not all the time. Which that was cool, but it wasn't like a reveal. Like, oh, yeah. that was like crazy. You yeah. Know? I, I think what boils down to the sequels being a hot mess boils down to one thing, and that was the fact that they decided to have different directors yeah. direct different, because now you have, Two different directors battling for attention on what story they want to tell. They did that in the original. They did it in the original. Did George, they? George Lucas directed New, New Hope, Hope and, and Return then of the Ivan, Jedi. Ivan Reitman. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Ivan Reitman did uh, Empire. Empire I don't remember but who I, did. But I think just. But, but George had crave control over right. yeah, all three right. of Whereas so. you have. JJ did not J, have J, crave J, control. JJ oh, set up. Gosh, Jedi. I thought he yeah. set up pretty well in Force Awakens for what could have been. Absolutely. Original. But then yeah. you have. Johnson come in and Bart face, <laughs> yeah, Bart face Johnson. When this, this is going off topic, but when we came out of the movie, I looked at Jake and I said it would have been the funniest thing if when Palpatine <laughs> went full power turned into <laughs> Ryan, Ryan Johnson. Johnson. It would have been the greatest thing of all time. <laughs> that was that's still probably one of the funniest things he's ever said. Unlimited power. My name is Ryan Johnson. Oh my gosh! Um, yeah, and then did you hear that he also said he he would like to direct an episode of The Mandalorian? It was like no, no. no. Mandalorian rips off his mask. And like it's in front Ryan of Johnson. everybody, and it's like, hey, what's up, guys? Because so, that's like he doesn't take off his helmet. Yeah. But Ryan Johnson would subvert everybody's expectations and oh, just, hey, I'm not a Mandalorian. Here's my helmet. Yeah, yeah, but sells uh, it. But my biggest because a bartender. It's like, oh, thanks. I, I, I don't say my biggest grudge though with the last Jedi and and specifically is that they really skewed the character of Luke because off character that because, wasn't that wasn't Luke no, because I mean. I get people are like, yeah, he went through something traumatic, but see, that's that's just the thing. Luke wasn't because he almost killed his his father. Are you telling me? Yeah, are you telling me that <laughs> battling your father, not knowing he was your father, having that guy cut your hand off, and then finding out he was your father, a guy you had so much hatred for, you telling me that's not traumatic? Yeah. And then watching your father throw Emperor Palpatine down mm-hmm. that that shaft, which I'm still trying to figure out how he survived that. Uh, well, apparently they cut out 45 minutes of the movie that oh. they filmed, and it explains how oh, he, okay. he came Oh, okay. Well, maybe back. we'll get that in the director's cut. Then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I like yeah. that's traumatic, but, too. I mean, it, it's traumatic, but at the same time, that just goes to show that that kind of restored his faith in how good people can be. Yeah. So him saying, oh, I had this fleeting moment, that's still... that's. I get you have that fleeting moment, but that, that's not like that's not. Character. That doesn't mean you're going to disrespect the, yeah. the weapon of a Jedi by yeah. throwing it over your shoulder, which... And Rise of Skywalker definitely did a jab at Ryan Johnson yeah, and when Ray threw it in the that, fire and Luke. Luke that was a direct it. jab. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Rise of and Skywalker, I, and was, I loved it, and I really enjoyed too. Thinking on it now, um, Ben Solo's character character arc. Yeah, the really, really a great way to write a character and, and do, a, a, definitely a redemption path. Did I, I don't know if I told you this off mic. Will Helms, shout out to Will. He hated the movie, and I loved it, and so we kind of are trying mm-hmm. to, to discuss it. But he says that he feels like, and he can probably defend his answer more, that she should have said at the end of the movie that she was Ray Palpatine instead of Ray Skywalker, that she took ownership of her name mm-hmm. because of her parents' sacrifice for her, 
and that like who are that's her true. parents that, and who's that, her that, name that redeems um, that redeems the, the and, line and the Palpatine instead of saying Skywalker. Yeah. And I was like, well, I and I took it as more as this was her adoptive family that she chose. Mm-hmm. Like they chose her and loved her, and she chose to be like chose that name to honor them because they yeah. trained her how to be a Jedi. They had, the only sure. father and mother figure in her, in her life were these two. And I think if you if you utter the name Palpatine around the galaxy, people aren't going to remember the mother and father of Rey who did what they right. could to, to save her by sacrificing themselves. They're going to remember. Emperor Palpatine, that wacky guy yeah. that was like that was trying like, to take over the galaxy. It's like you're like in Germany and like your parents were awesome, but your grandfather was Hitler. Yeah, and it's like you I'm know taking what? I'm, I'm taking Hitler's name. No, no, not like do I'm it. gonna change what it means. Absolutely. Yeah, but you could also change what it means like by, by not being a Hitler, you know. So <laughs> My, the last name is uh, not Hitler. The, the last, <laughs> well, that's a weird last name. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I will say this, Jordan. When you ask what makes a good Star Wars film. What for me, if I try to boil it down, is something that just captures my imagination, and that's one thing that I said about Skywalker, the ride Skywalker, and really the original trilogy, all three of them, and Rogue One, was the imagination of like, oh, this is I loved Rogue One, and the I, fact that I did I enjoyed that movie as well. Um, was like, man, this is a cool universe to explore. Yeah, and if you're gonna explore that universe and there's these cool ideas of lightsabers, the Force, the Jedi, and like. You know the 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 smuggler, the bounty hunter, whatever it is. It's a cool imagination. Yeah, if it's I, a fun capturing yeah. movie, I think that's what makes a good film. I think I think um, kind of expanding what the force can do um, is is what makes a good movie. Because remember when we watched Rise of Skywalker and we came out of it, and somebody was complaining about they use the force to do this. It can't do that. I want to be like, who are you? To say what the Force can, can and can't, can't do. do. Absolutely. Yeah. Are you a master Jedi? Do you have it all figured out? I don't think so. That's like saying what Jesus can and can't do. Yeah. You don't. You're not the person to make that call. Mm-hmm. So if they're gonna if they're gonna explore those things and what the Force is capable of, um, I'm I'm all for that. Yeah. That I'm know, down with that too. I like that. All right, so we got two more questions to answer real quick. Rapid fire. Um, this is Esteban. Shout out to Esteban. Esteban. Love him. He said, how's life before the war? I have no idea what that means. Talking about before the Iraq War? You're talking about World War Three? World War Three? I don't know. I mean, it's just if this, we're talking about before World War Three, it's you're living you're living it, bud. I feel like he's making an old person joke, like before the Civil War, the Revolutionary War. Oh, uh, is he doing like an OK Boomer thing? Like a, maybe. I don't <laughs> Listen, know. you chump. I'm a millennial too. Yeah. All right. Geez. Uh, life before the war was uh, peaceful. Boom. Roasted. Sure. All right. If we're talking about the Iraq War, I mean, I remember where I was when that crap happened. I was, was in like ninth grade, early two thousands. Yeah, I think yeah, and everybody. Well, two thousand one. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, I think um, I don't I, think Ethan was born yet. Were you born? I was born in ninety nine. Ninety nine. So oh, you were okay. two years okay. old. Yeah. Like Do you your, remember where you were when? Yeah, be offended that you were two years old. I'm sorry. At home. At home. Boom. Roasted. Life before the Iraq War was. Um, I don't know. It was. It was very similar. Well, there was also a war in the nineties, right? War in the nineties, the, the Desert, Desert Storm, Storm, yeah, with a or conflict. Storm and Norman Schwarzkopf <laughs> <laughs> played fabulously by Chris Farley on an old episode of SNL. If you want to go check that out, <laughs> my name is Matt Foley. Uh, I think I want to do Matt Foley for Halloween next year. You could do that. Um, do like the whole outfit. We this were going to do Blues Brothers this past year, but <sighs> we didn't do that. We need to yeah. do it. I would love to do. It. We should maybe just do like a trivia night. 
like a fun, like a fundraiser That's or a just a, and just be the Blues Brothers as the host. Oh, that'd be hilarious. That'd be cool. We'll talk about that later. Okay, so the last question is, and it's actually a really sweet question. It says, who gave you the idea to start a podcast? Oh. That's, that's, that's Ben's question. All right, Ethan, you yeah. ready to go? Yeah. <laughs> um, and shout out to Harrison for doing that question. Um, you know, Jake and Ethan both know this. I love community. I like talking and just in general, I like to talk. Truth. Uh, um, it's, yeah, I'm not going to deny it. And so many, many years ago, I talked to a couple of guys about, like, wouldn't it be cool to do a podcast where you just talk about life, talk about Star Wars, talk about, uh, you know, fun things, talk about spiritual things, talk about what it's like to do a certain job, you know, I get to interview people, I get to talk to people, and so I just like, everybody has a story, and everybody has a unique experience of life, and if you can just shed one example, or one thing that makes someone think about something, or something that makes someone laugh, or they can just enjoy this listening to, then you've done your job, um, and I think this podcast is what we strive to do. Because um, everybody has something that they provide and bring to the table. Everybody has something that's rare about them. Everybody has a great white buffalo. Boom. Full yeah. circle. Um, thank you all for listening to today's episode. But before we go, Jake, Ethan, I always like to end the episode with a piece of advice, piece of wisdom, piece of something. That the, the, the piece of pizza. Piece of pizza. <laughs> uh, <laughs> little Caesars. Um, that people can take with them. little nugget they can chew on. Y'all got anything? Um... Sure. Uh, <laughs> I I got I got one. I'll start us off. Okay, yeah, you do that. Well, this think. this is mine right here. You speak boldly about what you believe deeply. Mm. And I talked about that yesterday at uh, church, but this one put that. Out. I, I I don't. I mean, you can expand upon it if you want to, but I'm just like, just think about that. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I, I think uh, you know, it being the new year, just looking back at 2019, I think. Uh, my piece of advice is uh, with patience comes prosperity. Boom. Okay. All right. Um, I think one thing that I'm really going to try to do this year um, is to give less offense and take less offense. Because um, well, I, yeah. think, I think that's in a place we are right now as a society is you can't, you can't say anything without fear of offending somebody and um, – you know, I'm I I want to do my best to give people the benefit of the doubt that they're not trying to offend me when they say something or do something. Right. That you know they're just being people, which is uh, you you say things without thinking. Sometimes you do things without thinking, and um, I want to do my best just to um, try to be kind, uh, give less offense, and take less offense. That's great. I like that a lot. I think about less offense. I like it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Great White Buffalo Podcast. Don't forget, next time when I put that on the Instagram, on the story, if you want to have your question maybe talked about or discussed, uh, respond. And if you're listening today, you're like, ah, oh, I missed that one, we'll do it again for sure. So just be on the lookout for that. We have hats and T-shirts and stickers for sale. It's a fundraiser. It helps us. We're trying to get fundraising for new mics and new stands that the mics go on. This one right here, you can't really see it because it's not a visual format. <laughs> um, we just need to get new ones because they're kind of they're kind of janky. And so just it's just a fundraiser. It helps us out. We appreciate the support. We also have a Patreon. The link's in our bio on Instagram. You get exclusive episodes, two episodes a month that only you can listen to if you had the Patreon. We have like four subscribers to that. And we're just trying to grow that uh, little fan base as well. We love you. We appreciate the support. We appreciate you just spreading the word of the GW Nation. And we'll see you next time on the Great White Buffalo Podcast.